Good morning, This Too Shall Pass family. I'm so happy to be with you guys for another week and so grateful for this time to spend with you guys. Um, Today's episode is going to be a little bit shorter than usual um, because I just, today I don't really have like a, a big topic, but it's something I've experienced and I'm just kind of curious if you all have experienced the same thing. So I notice that when I pray, if I'm praying just to ask for something, I don't really feel fulfilled. Like I really don't feel like I've had a conversation. I feel like I've just made a request. And then on the days when I set the set the atmosphere where there's music, there's you know, I preface this with being thankful before I ask anything, or I go to God in a sense of worship and a sense of a com- looking for conversation and community. I feel like those are the days when I'm most fulfilled. But even in looking at other things, like on the days that my life is so hectic and I don't get to spend my morning time with God and I try to do it later in the day, I find that it doesn't it doesn't serve my soul as much as when I do it first thing in the morning. So like now I've changed my routine where, you know, I first thing I do before I even get on social media, before I check an email, before I do anything, first thing I do is start out the morning with a prayer of thanks and being thankful for the things. Because I think that once we realize a lot of the blessings that we already have from God. And a lot of the things that he protected us from, because it's not even always about the blessings. Sometimes the blessing is his protection from things we thought we wanted. Um, Like, for example, I know that when I was looking for a new car to buy, I wanted a Jeep. I wanted me a Jeep Wrangler. That has always been something I said I wanted. But when it came time to buy the car... I was like, I want a Honda Civic. Now, anybody that knows me knows that I've been talking about getting a Jeep Wrangler for years. And like, that's what I wanted. But I bought a Honda Civic. I bought a newer Honda Civic, but I bought a Honda Civic. And there were a couple of Jeep options that I looked at, but I didn't buy them. The What I bought was the Honda Civic. Now... I've had this car since 2021. Um, And so at the time, I was in college in Macon, and I was driving back and forth on the weekends and things like that. And before this, prior to this, I had a Mustang, and it was an older Mustang, and it just wasn't conducive to driving back and forth. And so I bought the Honda Civic, And now, fast forward three years later, I'm glad I bought the Honda Civic because um, I commute from Georgia to Chattanooga every day for work and school. And so had I bought the Jeep, gas would have been expensive, the maintenance on it would have been expensive, and all of the things I probably would not have been able to afford it. And now I'm grateful that I didn't buy a Jeep but that I bought a car that, 
you know, gets 50, 60 miles to the gallon. You know, I only have a 12 gallon tank, so it doesn't cost a lot to fill it up. And with the commute, I constantly have to fill my car up throughout the week because of how much I have to drive and how far it is and all of that. And so now I'm grateful for God's leading and getting the Honda Civic because it was like a flip. Like one day I was saying I was getting a Jeep and the next day I bought a Honda Civic. Like it was just a flip and I didn't understand why at the time, but now I understand. And so a lot of the times when we're in a storm or we're going through something, we often are like, it's like the enemy blinds us to all of the things that God has done prior to this storm. It's like we're entering a storm and we forget that God has always made a way. He's always opened a door for us. He's always done something. And it's always in the midnight hour. And like with the example with the car, like I said, the day before I was going to the car dealership looking for a Jeep Wrangler. And then the next day when I went to the car dealership, I saw the Honda Civic, test drove it, loved it, and ended up buying the Honda Civic. And looking at that, now granted, the car is, it's a car. It's going to have problems. Nothing is made to last forever anymore. Like all of these things. Like, so it's had issues, but the issues have not outweighed the pros. And I think that that's something that's really been pressing on me is when I look at my relationship with God on the days that everything is going crazy on the days where it's chaos and I don't know where I'm going to go. I don't know what I'm going to do. But when I take a step back and I usher in and I look in, push myself into the presence of God, I realize that, okay, he never, he says he's going to never leave or forsake us. And so he's walking through this with me. And if I have the creator of the universe, if I have the one who created me and that the one that knows the plan for my life walking through this with me, I can make it. And so a lot of the things that everyone's like, well, you, you, I don't know how you handle all that you do. I don't know how you get through what you do. And the only answer I can give them is Jesus. Like that's the only answer I can give because There are days when I don't even know how I'm going to make it through or I get frustrated. And I appreciate those people who in my life will let me come to them and just unload. They don't blame me. They don't judge me. They don't, you know, they will go into prayer with me. They'll go into a season of fasting with me. They'll go into just speaking encouraging words into my life. But even when you have those people in your life, they can only do so much. Like there comes a point where you have to build a relationship with the father for yourself. And when you build that relationship with the father for yourself, then you have that anchor. And he never said that life with him was going to be easy, but he did say he'd be with us. And I think that that's the, a big problem or connotation that a lot of people think that, oh, well, when I accept Jesus, my life is going to be perfect and there's no, I'm not going to struggle anymore or anything like that. No, that's not the case. A lot of the times that's the opposite of the case because now not only are you accepting Jesus, but you're turning your back on the enemy. You're like you're no longer subscribing to what the enemy's feeding you and he's going to fight you harder and harder to try to win you back. 
And it's like a lot of the times people wonder, you know, why things are happening or what what's going on. A lot of the times we place so much blame on the enemy, but sometimes God allows things in our life to come to change our behavior. He'll allow things in our life to come to for us to put him back in his rightful place, which is first in our lives. And when you make God first in your life, not going to say it's going to be easy, but you're going to have the resources and tools you need to make it. And a lot of the times I've noticed that in the seasons where I've been distant from God are the seasons where I've felt the most broken. I've felt the most unloved. I've felt the most like downcast in my soul. Like my soul just felt like empty. And then, you know, a lot, there's this new thing. Well, I wouldn't say new, but it's this thing where people are like focusing on self-care. You got to take care of yourself. But self-care can only fill your cup so much. You have to have the resource. You have to have the source to fill your cup, to make it to where you are like, okay, yes, this is the missing link. And people, a lot of people will go all of their life and not find that missing link. And that's the sad part. It's like, you know, with their seasons where it's been so hard and so stressful and I'm just so tired. And I just remember that my strength doesn't come from me. My strength doesn't come from my worth and my identity doesn't come from my job. It doesn't come from how well I'm doing in school. It doesn't come from if I have the biggest house. It doesn't come from if I have the biggest car or the best car. It doesn't come from any of that. My worth and my identity comes from the one who created me. And when I remember that and I approach him with a season of gratitude and a mindset of thankfulness, that's when I feel the pressure release. That's when I feel the most change. And it's not even about a change in situation, but sometimes it's a change in mindset. It's a change in attitude that causes the key to open the door. And a lot of the times we're asking God for the blessing, but we don't, rem- we don't thank him for being the blesser. We want, and then a lot of times when we get the blessing, we forget about God. We forget about asking him to help us maintain the blessing. We, ask, we forget about asking him to, or just being thankful for the blessing in general, or just being thankful for who he is. But yeah, so thank y'all. I hope that little nugget just really resonates with you on this Tuesday. Um, it's been really cold here in Georgia. We had snow last week and all of the things, and so like... I just wanted to be, just wanted to enter this new warmth that we're kind of getting with a season of Thanksgiving and thankfulness. So yeah, I love you guys and I'll talk to you all next week and y'all be blessed.